All right, hey, uh, Billy Rainford here from Direct Motocross. We got, uh, we've got a guy who's going to be running the big number 39 this year in the uh, 2021 Canadian Triple Crown Series. I've got uh, Daniel Elmore, who's uh, been, man, he's been spending, if you're on uh, the uh, social media, you'll be seeing he's been very busy down at Club MX down there in Chesterfield, South Carolina. But, uh, hey, Daniel, man, thank you very much for talking with us here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, I know we've been trying to get uh, trying to get you on here, but obviously you're busy uh busy getting faster and all that kind of stuff so it's nice that we got some time here to sit down maybe just uh maybe some people don't know this uh this kid out of Telqua BC man you gotta have to explain where Telqua is too because I mean that is uh I have questions about how does a kid get to be a pro motocrosser you must have uh, had a lot of traveling to do back in the day to get to races oh yeah it's uh it's a small town of a thousand people it's uh four hours west of Prince George and yeah it's it's been tough over the years trying to get to races and training, but we've made it work. Right. I always joke um, with Yannick Boucher because he's up from Hearst, Ontario, and he's kind of, you know, off the beaten path as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, when you tell people that you go go to Prince George and go left four hours, that kind of kind of gives people an idea of just uh, just the commitment it takes to get. I mean, the commitment from your family, you know what I mean? You must, uh, you must have to thank them all the time just to think of what they went through to get you to races, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. My parents, uh, they help out a lot. It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah we, obviously it's a, obviously a common story for all of us, uh, motocross racers, the family, uh, you know, the parents, it's what they went through and you kind of don't realize it when you're doing it, but when you get older and you look back and you're, you're not at that place yet, but when you get older and look back, you're like, man, they, uh, they really did a lot to get me to where I am. Yeah, for sure. Like thousands of dollars and all their hard work. <laughs> I really appreciate all that. <laughs> working full time and then working full time on the weekends, getting you to races, right? But now, how old are you right now, Daniel? Uh, I just turned nineteen. Just turned nineteen, so you're uh, getting kind of right into the thick of things. What to what year did you turn pro? Um, in 2018, I raced as an intermediate, and I scored too many points, so they bumped me up in 2019. Okay, all right. Now I got to ask you too, coming from uh, Telqua. Who like who were you battling back up in the day there? I mean, obviously we got uh, Jess Pettis from up in that area, but I guess he's a couple years ahead of you. Yeah, I think he's like, uh, I think he's four years older than me or something. So I never really raced him much. I was on like sixty fives and he was in super minis and stuff. Right. So, so who, was, I mean, who were you battling? Um, the one that I raced a lot with was uh, Marcus Ducey in eighty fives and super minis. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So, um, obviously as you're a kid growing up in that area, as difficult as it was, your goal obviously was to turn pro and, and what do, uh, American Supercross, do Canadian nationals. What was your goal? Both. Um, my goal is to, uh, hopefully be racing Supercross. So. <laughs> right. I guess that's kind of See everybody's dream. Isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's, okay. So, you're 19, you're down there. How, how long have you been down there, man? I mean, I go on social media and I see Club MX and it seems to be uh, you ripping by every time I go on there. Yeah, I got here uh, late November. It was kind of a struggle getting across the border and stuff, but I had to fly. So luckily I left my bikes here from last year. So. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I was talking to the guys there at Club MX and that's because you, you, have, you have a little garage there and stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. What what numbers on your bike there? What, are you still running a three seven seven, or you got a uh, what do you got on your bike? Yeah, I got a three seven seven here. There's a little local race I wanted to hit, and I had three seven seven graphics, so I just put those on. <laughs> uh, okay, so you've done a race down there. 
Yeah. How'd that go? Tell us. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. What? Uh, where was it? How'd it go? Uh, it was just a small race. There's only like five guys in the pro class, but I got first in 250 and second in open. Okay. Who was? Who beat you? Uh, I honestly don't know. Some <laughs> local guy. He was. He was ripping. But <laughs> that's so funny, man. Now that you're a pro, that is such a classic story. So many pros over the years are afraid to go to these places they don't know because local pros. You're like, what? I just got beat by a guy I've never heard of. That happens so often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, man. Well, well, let's just kind of back it up. I mean, to last season. I mean, I got to, you did the motocross season up here in Canada, which, well, Ontario, basically, right? We got to, you went 9, 12, 15, 18, 18. Uh, tell us a little bit how you thought your uh, the motocross season went for you up here. Um, Go for Dunes was amazing. I mean, I guess aside from like that first turn pileup, I uh, crashed and actually tore some ligaments in my ankle. So I was riding with a brace all summer. But go for dunes. I got ninth overall, which it really shocked me. I was like, because like judging off like the 2019 season, I was like hoping for like top 20s, maybe top 15. And then to come with come away with the ninth, I was pretty stoked about that. And then honestly, like I just got so burnt out by the end because I was like living in a tent for two months, Ooh. and I was just getting, yeah, I was getting pretty tired. And by the time Sandali, that levels were like probably the roughest two races of my life. I like I was involved in two first turn pileups, uh one first lap crash that sent me back and I got a concussion at uh the first sandily round two. So All right, man, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot about that first turn pileup at Gopher Dunes. That kinda set the tone for your summer there to have to kind of work through that. But uh obviously a great ninth yeah. overall there. That's pretty amazing. But I don't think I realized you were attending it. Who who were you with all summer? Um, I was with Thomas Kaiser from Williams Lake. He was doing the transcan, so he came across with me at first. Okay. And was he helping you out, or did you have somebody helping you out? Um, I actually, like, when I left club last year, I uh, we left our, like, cargo trailer and stuff here. So um, the Kaiser family, they let me uh, use their cargo trailer and a bunch of their stuff to help me across. So that was good. Okay. But when you went to the line, were you by yourself, or did you have your buddy there? Uh, my dad flew across for Gopher Dunes and, and Walton, and then my mom drove across for Sandaly. Oh, wow. Okay, man. <laughs> That's, see, there you go. There it goes right back to that first thing we were talking about there, the commitment. Huh? It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you crashed. You hurt your ankle. Yeah, I remember that. I remember you hurt your ankle. I, I kind of forgot about the whole concussion kind of thing. But uh, So at the end, you were, I mean, yeah, I mean, you had to be happy with the, I mean, the troubles you went through and stuff. But uh a character character building summary, you'd have to say, in, in tents and stuff. And where were where were you showering and all that stuff? Um, the <laughs> whole crew at Gopher Dunes. They, uh, I I really appreciate all the help they gave me last year. They let me stay there for like almost free. It was pretty great, and they let me use their showers and stuff. So. Yeah, I really appreciate their help last year. Okay, see, these are things like, uh, you know, I just kind of want to get people to certainly kind of get to know you a little better. Uh, you know, a pro racer, uh, maybe everybody didn't, uh, wasn't all that familiar with yet, right? And obviously, uh, you're on the move up in the ranks, so that's pretty cool. But uh, stories like that, that people just don't really realize that you're, you know, you're out here, you're, you know, out in a tent, using the showers at Gopher Dunes, and man, just fighting through injuries and battles and stuff like that. Now, what were you, did you have... Um, for training and stuff like that, uh, were you on a bicycle and stuff like that? Did you bring bikes with you or what did you have? Yeah, I brought a mountain bike. I 
actually really enjoyed all like the trails and stuff in Ontario. We don't really get that kind of stuff in BC, so that was fun. Yeah, BC, you go up and then you turn around and come down, basically, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> ride up for two hours and ride down for a minute and a half. Yeah. <laughs> well, a little longer than that, but uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. Okay, so and then uh, at the at the end of the season, you didn't stay around. You got the heck. Uh, where did you go afterwards? Because you didn't do Supercross, right? Uh, no, I uh, I I was just uh, kind of burnt out, and uh, <laughs> my ankle was bothering me. So I went back home, and I started training for um, Arena Cross in BC. And then I went to see my doctor and physio, and they said you got to get off the bike. Otherwise you're going to have to get surgery. and It'll be a six month recovery. So yeah, I took some time off. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was obviously good thing you were burnt out and didn't do more damage in supercross. And then obviously you were told not to do the future West stuff. So, okay. So, so what, uh, obviously you had to yeah. stay off your, off your foot and stuff. What did you do kind of for the rest of the summer and just before you went back down to club? Um, the summer's almost over. It's like October. So I just, uh, yeah, I did a lot of gym training and a little bit of work here and there. And then I came to club end of November. So I only had about a month and a half. So it was good. Okay. Now, when you say work, I mean, as an 18, 19 year old, what were you doing to, to make some money? Uh, since it was like such a short amount of time. So I left again, I was just like helping my parents out and stuff with their business and stuff like that. Okay. What are they, can I ask what they do? Like, what are you, what are you working on? What were you doing? Uh, my dad is a uh, logging contractor, okay. so he runs heavy equipment and stuff like that. That makes good sense for that area, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now you mentioned you had to, uh, I mean, we hear this story all the time with people trying to get down there to train. If you drive down, so many people have just been turned around, like some of our top guys have been turned around at the border. Um, your bikes yeah. were already there, so that's you had that ahead of time, right? So you were able to fly in get to uh, club MX and you had your bikes there and stuff, right? So did you already have like, what do you have? Do you have one of those uh, cabins you're staying in or what are you staying in? Yeah, I just uh, rent a cabin here at club. They're pretty, they're pretty good and it's pretty cheap. So yeah, for sure. For sure. And are you in a buyer's, who are you staying with? Um, I'm by myself. I got a, I actually got a roommate in my cabin. He's cool though. He races GNCC. So it's oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, now I also see every time I go on social media and I see Club MX there and stuff, they seem to be showing their running workouts. And if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, there's a Canadian named uh, Daniel up at the front of this running group. What, uh, what's going on there? Are you, uh, you enjoying the running? Uh, I actually don't really like running. I'm <laughs> kind of good at it, though, so I kind of push myself to try and be in front every time. <laughs> okay. Who else, is, who else do you battle up there on the runs? Ah. Uh, there's uh, a few guys. There's Wyatt Liebeck. He races A-class here. Yep. And then uh, one of the C-class kids, he's pretty quick at running too. So. <laughs> okay. It's funny. I always like talking about that because some people are like, uh, you know, they it surprises, you know, who you'd never maybe wouldn't have thought, but they say, oh, so-and-so is so good at running or so good. How about the cycling part? Do you have your bike there and stuff too? Yeah, I cycle about once a week. It's pretty good. All right. Out on those roads out there, is it, uh, they got some good routes? Yeah, they're actually really nice. Like it's pretty much all the roads are paved here, which is don't really get that back home. So it's it, it's fun. <laughs> nice. All right. Now, who who impresses you on the bike? I like asking those questions. Who who on the bike's impressing you? Bicycle. Um, not a whole lot of guys in my group really go on bike rides. There's a couple. I mean, like my roommate bikes with me a lot, so he's pretty good. All right. 
Okay. So now you're on the uh, you're on the full training program with Club MX there and stuff, right? Like the food, the nutrition, the workouts, and everything. Yep. All right. How's that going? It's really good. I mean, like the workouts are great, and uh, yeah, the food's amazing. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now I talked to Ben there and stuff like that. And we're talking, you know, talking about the training. What, uh, what are you working on most? I mean, you know what I mean? A lot of guys, you know, you just go out there and you're kind of burning gas and stuff like that, but that's obviously not the case when you're on a program and stuff. What, uh, what are you, you know, what are you working on the most do you think for uh, coming into this next season? Um, what I'm trying to work on the most is like all the trainers here, uh, criticize me for it. And I understand it's like, I, <laughs> the lap time I start with, I run all the way to the end. And I mean, what I'm trying to do is like sprint the first three laps, like two seconds faster than my average, and then settle into that average pace. Uh -huh. So like when, when, when racing comes, I can start up front and hang with those guys. And then when it starts to spread out, I can kind of chill out a bit. Okay. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. That's what everybody says, obviously in the pro ranks, you want to get out there and actually get a taste, get a sense of that feel. And if you can't say you grab a whole shot, you sprint, try, yeah. to, try to make a bit of a lead and then, uh, you know, then go from there. But obviously there's some, some of the top guys will be chasing you down, obviously. But, uh, you know, also in the in the videos, too, also, I don't think he's there anymore. Talon Unger was a guy that you are kind of going bar to bar there with, right? The other Canadian. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's not there now, right? So who are you, who are you banging bars with these days? Um, The last week, there's hasn't really been anyone around me. There's uh, DJ Gritzmacher. He's a U.S. pro. He He's around my speed. I battled him quite a bit. Okay. All right. Now we got to talk about uh, other. I know certainly that uh, you know Jake Piccolo and Dylan Dylan Wright are there. I mean, the, uh, how are those guys looking? Um, they're flying. I mean, like thirty minute motos, they're close to lapping me, so they're going good. <laughs> That's amazing. Huh? Wow. It's uh, now as a kid coming up, you know, you're going to be running the thirty nine. I always ask this question too because this is basically what sent me to the uh, well, sent me into retirement. Getting lapped like that, what? To, how are you able to stay positive? Like for me, it was like, oh my god, yeah, I'm, I'm never going to get to that level. I'm going to go to university. <laughs> so that's kind of that's what kind of did me. And what? To, how do you how do you stay positive with that? Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't really know how to answer that, but uh, no, it just motivates you. Like I mean, some people it just kind of beats them down, like it beat me down. But for you, you find it motivating trying to get that fast. Yeah, I just like kind of look back at my good races and try to ignore the bad ones, I guess. Right. So. Now, who else is there? I mean, we've got, who are Dylan and uh, Jake? Are they kind of going, uh, I mean, obviously Jake's on the, I'm assuming Jake's on the 250? Uh, he practices on the 350. On the 350, right. Okay, okay. Now, are those guys kind of uh, together, or uh, who's up at the front of the group there? Um, I mean, is Phil Nicoletti still riding? Yeah, it's like uh, Phil, uh, Dylan Wright, and Jake are all pretty close to the same speed they go back and forth in the motos a lot so. okay okay cool which of those guys i mean obviously all three of them are pretty impressive is there a, someone that stands out that you're like wow that you sit back and watch or uh anything like that what do you think i mean like phil like his consistency i always look at that it's pretty amazing he rarely makes a mistake so. okay all right so when uh what what's the plan What's the plan for the rest of the when – when are you going home? Uh, my last day here is, I think, like May 15th or 16th or something. So then I'll hopefully be driving back somehow because i got to get our, like, cargo trailer and stuff back. But we'll see. 
Okay, that could be an adventure. Obviously, then they're going to send you into quarantine. We're actually in Ontario here. We're going to a full lockdown here mode uh, tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, same with BC. It's getting bad again. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's going to be that's going to be interesting. And then, so obviously, your plan for the summer. Uh, obviously, you're going to whichever we end up looking like. But your plan is the pro nationals. Yeah. Nice. Now, how do you have your uh, do you have your team set up? Do you have your travel plan set up for that? Yeah, I'm going to be uh, traveling with the whole Sky Racing team, so we'll be better than living out of a tent. So. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, now, now okay, your, your Sky Racing buddies there. Um, how is that looking? How is that going to work out? You're, so you're going to be on the road with the guys, with, uh, with Al, Dick, and the boys? Yeah, that's what it sounds like as of now, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. How, how are you liking the bikes and everything? Um, have you done that yet? When are you going to do testing? No, nah, I'm going to start testing with them once I get back home. But uh, right now I'm just riding like a stock bike with like a ECU mapping and stuff. But, All right. Okay. Now, so there's going to be, uh, do you know your teammates well? Like you've, uh, did you grow up racing some of those? I guess you're a bit older than some and not, uh, yeah. How, how's your connection with the guys on the team? Uh, I've raced Jake a lot. I mean, he's always been a, quite a bit faster than me, but I still race him the last few years anyways and i've raced julian pretty much since i was like 12 years old so i've known them pretty good all right good good okay that's cool so where will you guys do your testing i guess by that point uh hopefully the rain will have stopped back home and stuff so you guys do you guys have any training plans like testing plans to meet up and go somewhere that you know of yeah i think we're gonna like uh i think two weeks before national start we're gonna do like a week of testing at probably cam loops most likely Okay. All right. Now your best, so your best overall last year was uh, a ninth overall at the first round, which you, as you said, kind of, kind of surprised you a little bit, but uh, heading into this one with all the support you're going to have and everything, do you have, uh, have you adjusted your goals for this season? Um, I'm not really adjusting my goals for like finish. Well, I'm, my goals is to just be top 10, like every weekend, like not fade at the end. Like I did last year. That was pretty frustrating. So Right. Hey, you're running. Yeah, uh, you're running another. You're running Prince George number thirty-nine. Jess Pettis always ran the thirty-nine. So there you go. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I just uh, you know I want to touch base with you. Like I say, I keep checking you out, uh, seeing the Canadians down there at Club MX, and we see them on social media. Uh, I mean, looking forward to seeing you on a team this year. You, Jake, and Julian, yeah. the, uh, the old BC guys. So that's going to be cool to see um yeah anything yeah. else you want to mention before we let you get going there what are you what are you doing today you said you had some bike work but are you gonna hit the track today or what are you doing um wednesdays are uh usually off day to break up the week i do a lot of bike work and gonna be doing some tire changes oil change and all that stuff you know <laughs> okay are you, are you gonna hit any more races before you go home um there is a uh loretta lens area qualifier about an hour from here on may 1st i'm looking to probably hit that Okay, with no intention of going to Loretta's, or just like just because you want to race it, or what's the goal there? Uh, it's just because I want to race it. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't really have any interest in going to Loretta's. It's kind <laughs> of, for me, I honestly think it's kind of like, it's really expensive to do, and it's kind of stressful. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, save the stress for race days up here. So then you'll be doing uh, you'll be doing the Supercross series this season, though. Uh, I plan to yes, and then hopefully we'll see what. Uh, money's looking like when the time comes but uh what i want to do is come back uh after 
Canadian Supercross and start training for the Supercross here. Oh, excellent. Okay, that's uh, that's cool news. That's news that all us Canadians want to hear for sure. Get someone to cheer for down there. The more the yeah, it's, uh, that'll be good. That'll be great, man. How are your skills at Supercross? You like it? Um, I haven't gone on like the uh, I guess like the Pro Supercross tracks yet, but I've we train on like the Amateur Supercross. It's like kind of it's almost the same, but it's like kind of rolled out a bit. So if you mess up, you're not gonna kill yourself. So <laughs> I, I've enjoyed that though. So all right, cool, man. Well, that's uh, well, that's great. And when, by the way, when did you uh, when did you kind of start talking with Al and stuff like that and get this whole set, set thing settled up for uh, for this coming year on the Sky Racing team? I started talking to him in like probably October last year. I know he was he was always a grinder, so I'm sure he was impressed with the fact that you were living in a tent. So I'm sure that uh, really helped. And being from BC, huh? Yeah, he was he was pretty shocked by that, and yeah, he <laughs> wanted to help out, and I appreciate it. So oh, that's great, man. That's a good story, dude. Well, congratulations on uh, you know putting in the hard work and get landing on a team, and man, hopefully you have a great summer and the rest of this time down there at uh, club. We'll be watching. We watching you run. Now there's pressure on you. People are going to be watching. You. Just check out. Uh, make sure you're at the front of that running pack too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, again, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us here. Good to get to know you a little bit, man. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you at round one, wherever that actually ends up being up here. And uh, before we let you go, buddy, yeah. who, who would you like to thank? Uh, I'd like to thank uh, mostly my parents for uh, funding most of this and letting me do it, and then. Uh, Sky Racing, Alex Sky Racing for helping me out this year. Ken's Marine for uh, helping me out with bikes and OEM parts and stuff like that. Trevor at MX North 54 for helping me out with uh, gear deals with uh, Trilly Designs and Spy Optics. Um, the Ride Fast crew from back home. Uh, North Country Rentals. And a case of action cameras for uh, supplying with cameras to film all the racing this year it's going to be awesome uh dunlop tires nika metals dt1 filters and club max for the great training and uh helped me out get a bike it was my old one was getting tired so it helped a lot uh ryan lockhart at atlas brace uh parts canada moto van and uh tcx boots appreciate all your help thank you All right, man. Well, hey, again, like I say, I appreciate your time. And do you like, do you go by the full Daniel, or is that uh, people? What do people call you? Uh most people call me Danny here, but uh, I personally don't really like that. But it's whatever. Do <laughs> you like Daniel? Yeah. <laughs> See, it's funny. We both have names like that. Like I'm a William, and so it goes to Billy, Bill, Will, William. That's uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Like I say, good to get to know you a little bit. We'll look forward to seeing you at round one. Good luck with the rest of your training, man. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, man. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right. See ya.